Welcome to Vicious Whispers with Mark Tullius, your source for horror, sci-fi, suspense, and all things violent. Thank you so much for joining me today on Vicious Whispers with Mark Tullius. At the end of the episode, I will read the next section from Trying to Die at Death Fest along with a death scene, even though I really don't feel like doing it right now. I got a lot of shit to do. It's been a fucking terrible day. I almost didn't record this right now because I was trying to find the best time. I wanted to record it earlier. I was gonna, I was gonna record a video today, talk, being all happy about trying to die. And Brightside is free on Kindle Unlimited right now. Same with TBI or CTE. So I was gonna make a cool little video, just being positive, just you know, maybe talking about some of the, you know, the the great things about the book. Which for me, one of the best is how we postponed my mom's slide into dementia. She was testing pre-dementia and we had her do neurofeedback. Uh, her sleep had been terrible for years, maybe getting like four hours a night. I don't know. It was awful. And then, but the neurofeedback corrected her sleep, improved her, made it so she was no longer pre-dementia, uh, not following the same path as her sister. So that's what the plan was. But then I was on uh, Facebook. I don't do it very often, but I went into the CTE group, a brain trauma group. And man, just seeing some of those fucking posts, pretty devastating. I saw someone's son who was in uh, college. He's in art school. He had just created this picture. It was a skull with two boxing gloves inside coming out of the head where the brain should be. And the mom was talking about how her son had no relationship with the father because of CTE and never got to really know his the father. And fuck, man, reading that, seeing that some other stuff, like I was just a mess all day. Part of it was I didn't get enough sleep. But again, this all goes back to, yeah, I fucked my brain with all the TBIs, partying, everything else I've done. Fortunately, I have been able to recover so much function. I've improved so much, you know, but there are days like this where it's like, fuck, you know, just not a good day. Not a good day. I will turn around. I'm being positive. I picked up my son. I was happy then, uh, you know, it even took a little nap, hoping that was going to make me feel better. The other thing is I am slowing down on cannabis big time. So because of COVID, my lungs are fucked. It's causing problems. I'm getting a little bit more panicky at jujitsu sometimes because of the breathing. It fucking sucks. So. I decided to just back off of the smoking. I usually use a volcano vaporizer, which is safe-ish, not that harsh on the lungs, but even that is too much right now. So I was like, no, what? Fuck it. I'm just going to use edibles. And then today I had zero. So I haven't had any cannabis today. That's probably part of the irritation, but I will deal with it. And I think I'm going to go train tonight. So as soon as I'm done filming this, I'm going to hurry up, make dinner for the family. My son is training right now. My daughter and son will come home, have dinner. My wife and I will go train uh, with Coach Art. I love that class. And 10 hours later, I'll be back in the morning to train with Coach West at 6 o'clock because I don't want to miss that. Even though my body's pretty tired, pretty beat up, I don't want to miss it. And then there's a belt ceremony on Saturday. No way of knowing whether or not I will get a belt, whether or not I deserve to get belted. I've been a purple belt for a long time. I have been busting my ass. But I also feel like ah, I really don't know that much as far as techniques and being able to repeat stuff or whatever else. I feel pretty good and just the ability to roll. But again, what makes a brown belt? So don't know whether or not I will get promoted. And it's 100% fucking cool either way. Same thing with my wife. She's a blue belt. Very, very knowledgeable. I think 
you know, it's probably about time she gets belted. But again, if the coaches decide not to, she's cool with that too. We're both cool with it. It's not a big deal. It's an ego thing. And there's less pressure in my head if I stay a purple. I'm like, okay, well, I'm only a purple. You know, I don't need to know that much. I don't have to be that good. Whereas a brown belt in my mind should know a little bit more. So we shall see what happens. But then after that, there's going to be a Coach Casey seminar. So that will make six days in a row training. Yeah, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then maybe I'll take off open mat on Sunday, but probably not. But even just talking about jiu-jitsu, talking about going is putting me in a better place. Um, one thing I realized this week was just how overwhelmed I have been getting with my projects. Yeah, I've got a lot of shit going on. So right now I'm in a mad rush trying to reformat books, get them all ready. All the Try Not To Dies have brand new covers and I'm updating all the back matter and I'm switching them from Ingram to KDP, which is Amazon. Yesterday, fucking pain in the ass, uh, probably about... 25 to 30 different times I tried uploading the PDF for Twisted Reunion. I kept having these little errors. I'm sure someone else could have figured it out. I've done it so many times, but yesterday I was just stuck on it. And it I didn't finish it until I think eight o'clock at night was when I finally put the shit down. So I have been getting frustrated, overwhelmed. When I do jujitsu in the morning, I don't care. The rest of the day is like, eh, whatever, I'll get to it. And then I'm very productive. I get a lot of stuff done. In the mornings when I don't do jujitsu, I do still get a lot done. This morning I was up at 4.30. So I've got a lot, of, I got a lot done this morning. But then by the time afternoon rolls around, I forgot that I already got that done. Then I'm mad at myself because I want to get more done. But then I'm fucking tired. So it's a rough cycle. But again, trying to do a lot. So not only redo those seven covers, we're releasing back at grandma's house with PW Foyts. That's going to be awesome. But that's not until about the 18th. But again, I got to format that, get the book ready. Then there's the two confession stories. One of them is ready, Manx's. It's going to be awesome. B is for brother. We're going to release that at the fair. But again, one more thing I got to get done. I also had to get the translation done. They're translating that into German. And then I have to figure out the second story and get that translated as well. Then on top of that, I'm also trying to put out the first Our Jiu-Jitsu Journey episode. So... And I'm sure there's a bunch of other shit I got going on. It could be overwhelming, um, but, you know, jiu-jitsu helps a lot. And another day I made a video because I didn't go to train on Tuesday. I was feeling really crappy. And then I every Tuesday, and I think Saturdays, I see emails from Joey House. I write about him in TBI or CTE. He's a black belt over at Jean-Jacques Machado. He's also a Wim Hof certified instructor. With him, I did the breath train and uh, cold immersion uh, we did that in person and then also remote. I was doing remote for a while, but then I stopped. So on Tuesday, I saw the email. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just do it. Last thing I want to do was stop and lay down and breathe for an hour. That sounded awful. But because of how my lungs have been feeling with everything else, I was like, you know what? Let's just do it. It'll be good. And it was good. It was excellent. Just being around Joey again, hearing him, all his positivity, put us through awesome guided meditation after all the breathing. Yeah, so I'm going to start trying to get back into that following my own advice, right? I tell my friends, and in the book, I'm like, yeah, do this. It's good for you. Do this. It's good for you. Do this. And then I stop doing all these different things or I, you know, get into something else. So that was pretty awesome. I think it was on Wednesday. I made, it, made the video about being overwhelmed, all that stuff. And then I get a phone call. Ryan, I'm about to finish up a... I'm trying to do formatting on a book, and I get a call, and I look at Steve McGurmy. I'm like, oh, shit. Um, but instead of thinking, man, I'm too busy right now to talk to him, 
got on the call. It was awesome talking with him. Steve is in Unlocking the Cage. That's where I first met Steve Montgomery. Actually, that's not true. I first met him in South Carolina. I guess we trained when he was like 16, like one or two times at the Florence Pike Farm. But then we reconnected through Unlocking the Cage at American Top Team down in Florida. And that was awesome. Became good friends. He started co-writing a book with me, Try Not to Die Super High. And uh, yesterday was the first day we talked about it. Last week, I talked about Doom to Die Super High. I have yet to talk with Steve. He went over the email. We had an awesome conversation yesterday. He loved uh, the whole idea of just cutting the death scenes and having the new Doom to Die series, his being the first book in it. Um, and I just finished his book, and it's fucking awesome. And we're going to make it even more brutal. So we're going to intensify the ending a little bit, throw in some other stuff, fix it up. So pumped about that. I have Lindsay Smith as the editor. I'm going to give it to her first as soon as I go over the first draft. Tell her, hey, I want to make this as awesome as possible. Where should I fix it up? Where do I need to add? When I get the notes back from her, turn it back over to Steve. We'll fix it up real quick and hopefully have that out. Again, not going to rush it, but I do want it. We've been working on that one for a long time, or we started a long time ago. So that'll be awesome. But then the other really cool thing with Steve was we decided on book two. So he had uh, contracts for two Try Not to Dies. He had already plotted out the second book. Uh, yesterday he was going over it, and I was like, you know what? This is perfect. This is another fucking doom to die. It's going to make it a lot faster for us. He doesn't have a lot of time. I told him fucking how slammed I am. Um, so by cutting out the death scenes, by making it a shorter book, a quicker book, it's less time. Um, and his story is brutal. All we did was he would tell me an idea and I would make it a little bit more brutal. And then he would make it more brutal. And then like, oh, yeah, yeah, this thing's going to be awesome. So that was super exciting. That was cool. Very, very pumped about that. And it didn't cause me to be more overwhelmed. So even though it's like, okay, yeah, that's going to be one more book we'll be working on, plus the doom to die. But it's all good, man. When I can just focus and concentrate, I love that stuff. Jeremy will be over soon. Uh, the book mix will be over soon. All that stress will be gone. And then I will just be able to create again. And format books and put them out because I'm going to put out a fucking shitload in the next three years. All thanks to my co-authors. The other thing I'm excited about is this week, all my merchandise is coming in and a big ass trying to die banner for the booth. Uh, get my buddy, Brian Ochoa, who did the awesome artwork. He's on death best tattoo. He did, well, he didn't do the actual tattoo, but he did the design for it. It's in the death best book. Uh, he's done all kinds of other artwork. He did the back cover for death best. Um, He's bringing over all the Try Not to Die shirts. we got a couple different shirts that he's bringing over. Those are going to be awesome. So I'm going to send those to co-authors, a couple special packages to some of my top fans, and then the rest I will be taking to Germany. i got to figure out the whole putting merch up on the store and doing all that shit. But that's pretty cool. I think he's going to be bringing those over on Sunday. Very excited to see all that. Stickers look awesome. I'm going to have so much cool stuff for the book mason. The other really cool thing, though, tomorrow I have friends from Germany coming. Moraika und Misha. Her husband, I met Moraika on her podcast, uh, Child of the Library, a long time ago. If it wasn't for her, I don't think I would have done the book mix. I think she was the one who first brought it to my attention. Her and her husband went to the fair. We got to meet in person. That was super cool. Did a podcast with her. Last year, I think it was last year, they came and they stayed with us for a day. Wasn't long enough, though. I think we only had like four or five hours. The whole family loved them. My son is so excited that they are coming back because they both like Pokemon. My son just got his 
best Pokemon card yet. He can't wait to show it to them. Also, his gaming system and all that. But they're coming over early while the kids are in school. So we have the entire day to talk. So some of it will be with the family, but the rest of it will be this us talking about books, working my German a little bit. I enjoy eavesdropping and seeing how much I could understand and trying out a little bit here and here, there. It's a, a safe place to work on my German. So that'll be fun. So, you know, the part of me that wants to be productive all the time might have a hard time, especially knowing that it's like, fuck, I could spend the whole day just finishing up these seven, trying not to die, right? And making sure I get them off in time. But I can also just chill, enjoy the day, enjoy these friends. How many times am I going to have friends from Germany coming over to want to hang out? And that's what's amazing too, that people want to, on their vacation, they're traveling all over the US, that so they want to stop here and spend a day here. That makes me feel special. So thank you, Marika and Misha. That's super cool. Looking forward to hanging out with you guys tomorrow. I will let you guys know all about the following week. Maybe it's going to be awful. Who knows? <laughs> no, it's not going to be awful. They're awesome. Um, all right, let's get to it. Let's get to the story. Oh, and so don't forget, try not to die in Brightside. The last time you get this cover and buy cover, that shit's going next week. It is gone. That is free on KU right now. Uh, so the Kindle copy and TBI or CTE. What the fuck is wrong with me? That was what it was supposed to be called, but we switched it to hell. Um, it's a little bit more appropriate, I guess, but and still gets the point across. I don't have to cuss so much, but that's definitely the feeling I had when I could understand when I was crying earlier today, when I was uh, feeling like shit, whenever I'm, you know, not in control of my emotions. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with me? Now I know, you know, I was like, okay, yeah. It's because I, I was a dumb shit and I beat the shit out of my brain. And now I pay the price. But it's all good. I'm in a much better place than tons of people. And so I guess I just need to be grateful for that, right? At the end of the last episode, the group was talking about whether or not they should sneak in. So the choices were sneak in so you could bring in your drugs and your snacks or refuse to sneak in and risk ruining the day. I didn't really sneak into a lot of concerts, but I worked tons of concerts and I let people sneak in. And sometimes I stopped them. And sometimes I would just take their weed. It depended. I was usually pretty cool. My bosses wouldn't have thought so. But the people that I let in did. All right. So here's if you sneak in. I've snuck into my fair share of concerts. And this place looks easy with all the security bunched up at the entrance. Plus, I'm always up for a little rush. All right, I tell Kyle. Let's do it. Luna grabs my hand and gives it a squeeze. Ooh, a bad boy. Hopefully, I'm not blushing. Well, we do have tickets, so it's not really illegal. Whatever you got to tell yourself, she says, pulling me along after Kyle and Tess, who head south along the fence. The sound of Red Jolly Roger comes from the closest stage. Shouldn't take too long, Kyle calls over his shoulder. Keep an eye out for guards. I say that sounds good, but all I care about is Luna and how soft and warm her hand is in mine. We walk a few minutes before Kyle stops at a section of chain link that isn't firmly secured along the ground. Looks kind of sketchy, I say. The ends of those wires are pretty sharp, Luna adds. Sorry, Kyle says. I totally forgot you two needed the royal entrance. This'll work, Tess says. Your brave leader shall show you the way. Kyle gets on his belly and wriggles beneath the fence, grunts as one of the wires snags his arm and leaves a scratch. He keeps at it and pops up on the other side, using his shirt to wipe the blood off his forearm. Easy peasy. I hate how he always shows me up. I'll go next, I say, getting down on the dead grass. I'm halfway through when I realize I'm stuck. Crap, Tess says. Hurry up. Yeah, dude, come on, Kyle says. I'm trying, but my shirt's caught on one of the wires, my arm pinned underneath me. 
There's a security guard headed this way, Luna says. He sees us. Hurrying isn't an option. No way I'm getting through. We can try again further down at a better spot and meet Kyle on the, on the other side later. I reverse course and freeze when one of the sharp prongs scratches the shit out of my neck. Everyone keeps telling me to hurry, so I grip my teeth, dig my hands into the ground, and give myself one last thrust backwards. The prong is a fire burning through my neck. My hand shoots to the ragged groove, the prong buried in my flesh, warm blood dribbling through my fingers. Kyle keeps saying, oh shit. The girls are screaming. The guards start shouting. I inch forward, pop out the prong. A geyser of blood blasts in my hand. I press my hand harder to the wound, but I can't make it stop. Kyle drops to his knees and tears off his shirt, presses it to my neck. Hold on, Jerry. But there's nothing to hold, and it's too hard to think. My cheek rests on the blood-soaked ground. Hands are on me, on the fence, but it barely registers. The sun's so bright, everything's black. Shouts and cries become whispering goodbyes. Good job, guys. Why would fuck would you sneak in all right you have tickets just use your goddamn tickets all right and just keister the drugs everyone knows that all right so here's what would have happened if you were a good law-abiding citizen and followed the fucking rules i'm disappointed luna wants to sneak in when i make it clear i don't her face doesn't tell me much but maybe she's not the person i thought she was maybe she's testing me maybe she couldn't care less Regardless, I don't want to risk missing this concert, and I don't care how cute she is. You guys can go ahead, I say. I'm going through the gate. Kyle calls me a wuss. Tess clucks. Bark, bark. I'm with you, Luna says, standing by my side. So divide and conquer? Kyle asks Tess. Mm, sure, let's do it. All right, you dorks, Kyle says. Text us when you get in. I say sure thing and watch them follow the fence to the left. If they were to keep walking half a mile, they'd fall right into the brown water of the Boyer River and float off toward the Missouri. Luna and I continue to the south gate. The crowd is getting thick and I don't want to lose her. So I say, stay close and grab her hand. So soft and warm, a tingle rippling up my forearm. Let's see if we can make our way up towards the front. Luna gives my hand the lightest squeeze and we inch forward. I don't mind the slow pace. The longer we take to get through this crowd, the longer I get to hold her hand. The sound of flamethrower... One of the three headliners floats over the hot, oppressive air. Can you tell who's playing now? I ask. Flamethrower, is your hearing okay? Maybe I just wanted to hear you say it. You have a nice voice. All right, Mr. Sappy Pants. Do you like these guys? Sappy Pants? Okay, let's cool it a bit. I haven't seen them live, she says, but everyone says their pyrotechnics and energy is nuts. Yeah, I dig them. There are people all around us, sweat and body odor, snuffing out the faint scent of Luna's perfume. Most metal shows are man-heavy, but this crowd's diverse. A sea of androgyny clad in jeans and denim, spandex and leather, concert shirts covered in skulls, crosses, and blood-splattered corpses. Luna drops my hand and spins around. Hey, watch it! I try to see who she's yelling at, but about 20 faces stare back. One's a bored, burly-chested security guard sipping on a water bottle. I ask Luna, what happened? Some perv just grabbed my ass, she shouts, challenging someone to confess. A few raise their eyebrows, but no one says a word. Not counting the women and couples, there are only five suspects. Two of them acting disinterested, the other three tuned into the action. Who was it? I ask, hoping it's not the jack guy in the maiden tank top. Don't worry about it. Luna shakes her head in disgust. Let's just get inside. I don't want to let it go, though, and I've got a feeling it was a skinny punk with his back against the fence post. I can take this guy. And the way my last month has been, it's a perfect excuse to work some shit out. Just a minute. No, Luna says. Please, just let it go. 
The guy grins and his missing teeth tell me, yeah, I did it and you ain't doing shit about it. I haven't been in more than a handful of fights and to be honest, those were just scuffles, but I've got at least 30 pounds on this guy. It won't be a fair fight, but right now I don't care. All right. So what do you do? Do you listen to Luna and forget it? That seems like a good idea. Or do you teach this punk a lesson and prove you can protect Luna? Also a good idea. Or tell security guard in the corner to handle it. I don't know. Your choice, three choices, two of them end in your death. Death Fest, this should be the last week that this cover is out. This is going to be the quickest I have ever changed a book cover. Yeah, the book just came out recently, September 6th, I believe. And we are going to have a new cover next week. All right, guys, I hope you have an incredible week. I'm off to train jiu-jitsu, train jiu-jitsu again. Hang out with friends all day. Enjoy my family. Have a good weekend. I hope you guys do as well. And I will talk to you next week. Peace.